This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 290. Hey there, Red Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. And I can't believe that we are 10 episodes away from 300. Yeah, we need to do something special. We need to do something special for that one, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, last month, Peas and Carrots member Annie Sargent asked the group to share their favorite vegan sandwich recipe, stating that she needed some inspiration. And indeed, sandwiches are one of those types of foods that can get really boring very quickly if you're having the same sandwich over and over again. And I know a lot of people right now, we're in right starting out on Veganuary, mm-hmm. where a lot of people have taken the pledge to go vegan this month. And, um, you know, you can start out of the gate really strong and the best intentions. But if you keep if you're running out of ideas and things start to kind of taste a little boring and bland, you might be tempted to give up. So Right. Yeah. And you don't want to get stuck eating 30 days of peanut butter and jelly. Trust me, I did it uh, every school day for 12 years. <laughs> uh, seriously. And yeah, got a little old. Well, in this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to share some vegetarian and vegan sandwich ideas for the PBJ Weary. Her post in the Peas and Carrots, which which if you're not familiar with the Peas and Carrots, what up, guys? (laughs) That is our closed Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen her post in that group got quite a few comments which is why we thought this would be a great idea to bring this topic to the podcast and i think annie deserves a what up what up annie (laughs) all right so uh before we get into that though let's start out with a new rating and we've gotten kind of a slew of new ratings which is awesome because we thought we were i don't think we actually ran out we as soon as we put out a call for some new ratings we got some more Mm -hmm. so we greatly appreciate everyone who answered the call and went out to itunes and left us a rating and if you haven't done so already we would greatly appreciate it but first we have a new rating from brandolin 1313 Woohoo! All right. So the title of this review is Ladies, My Heart is So Glad to Have Found Y'all. Ah, she gave us a Texas shout out. I don't know if she's from Texas, but all right. So (laughs) says, I started back to eating more VEGN, so I guess vegan, vegetarian, um, trying to see if I can heal this ringing in my ears. Well, I found y'all thanks to all you you reviewers, you have my joyous thanks. And this just helps so, so much. I am so thankful to have a place to listen and soon a community peas and carrots with such a huge heart for kindness. I appreciate y'all so much. I love the recipes information and so much help from the P and C community that is kind and available to all humans seeing about how they can incorporate more veggies in their good lives. I appreciate y'all's work in this world. I am sending y'all super huge neck hugs. That was maybe one of the best sound effects on this podcast so far. (laughs) Should I do it again? Yeah. 
And she says, I am sending y'all super huge neck hugs. Awesome. I like neck hugs. Yeah. Thank you so much for heading out to iTunes. And as she mentioned, the reason she found us is because all of those who came before her that left us a rating. So again, we greatly appreciate anyone who has gone out there. And if you wouldn't mind just taking a minute to please do so. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast is brought to you by our Golden Apple Roundtable. The GART. The The GART. Who are the members of the GART? They are the folks who help ensure that the lights stay on at Vegetarian Zen by providing us with monetary support via Patreon.com. And if you're not familiar with Patreon.com, This is a platform, it's a membership platform that makes it easy for artists and creators to get support from their fans, followers, and community members. Now, many people don't realize that there are costs that are involved with putting together the podcast, but we do incur costs for media hosting, website hosting equipment, etc. And a lot of you guys may recall, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, this month also marks the one-year anniversary of when I was let go Mm -hmm. from my corporate job through... group layoff january 10th yes yes my position was eliminated and it was this month that we really made the decision that rather than me going back into the corporate world that i was going to dedicate my time here i last year i turned 50 years old also and uh you know i did some soul searching about what i really wanted to do in this world and you know i went from a pretty cushy cozy uh corporate job to uh not not knowing a lot, of, a lot of things about uh, not getting a steady paycheck and just not just a lot of scary things we've had to deal with, which is fine uh, because but, you know, on the other hand, I don't know that I've ever felt this focused mm-hmm. in, in, in a very long time and really felt like what we're doing here really matters um, as as far as this whole community. And I think, you know, we're episode 291, which is the next episode little bit of a of a teaser is really going to go into a lot of why we created vegetarian zen on a very deep level with some input from some of our peas and carrots members but uh the getting back to the golden apple roundtable these are the folks that really have uh really literally keep the lights on here at vegetarians and by by showing us uh some love through some monetary support that we receive through patreon.com and that all what they give us on a monthly basis goes directly back into uh, supporting the show. So we use that to cover our media hosting. And, uh, you know, again, it also helps us with really just concentrating and focusing just on the content uh, of the podcast, which uh, I think has really uh, increased over the last few months. Yes, d- due to you. I'm giving you full credit for this. Um, Vicki has been doing an amazing job of getting our our gearing up our content, you know, working full time on it, and really building out the blog posts for the podcast episodes. And if you haven't checked out the website in a while, um, you know, go check out the the uh, show notes for these, because they're not just bulleted show notes anymore. Um, They're full out blog posts. Yes. And that this is a lot of what the Golden Apple Roundtable has afforded us to do, mm-hmm. that we've been able to spend more time focusing on the quality of the content. Uh, now that I'm not working in another job, this is this has given me the time and the bandwidth to be able to, to focus 100% on this. So right. if you're interested in supporting us on a monthly ba- basis, please head out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen, where you will see a video of Larissa and me. And in this video, we discuss the mission of vegetarian zen. And on the right hand side of 
of the page, you're going to see various support levels everywhere from a dollar to $50 a month. And please believe me, guys, a dollar a month does help there. And, and there are in betweens. It's not just a yeah. dollar or 50. Yeah. <laughs> there are in between. Yeah. And there are levels from a dollar to 50, a uh, dollar to $50 a month. And certain levels will qualify you for some vegetarians and swag, such as a car magnet, recyclable grocery bags, stickers, or a t-shirt. So like I said, even a dollar a month will help out. And this month, we are very proud to announce two new members of our Golden Apple Roundtable. Fanfare, please. Kate Eric Page and Jess, and I apologize, Jess, uh, Rigayode, Rigalode, R. Carrot Crusader, Jess. 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 All right, Jess. (laughs) Carrot Crusader, Jess and Kate. So they came in at the Carrot Crusader level. We greatly appreciate you guys signing up. The other thing we've started to do is we we are starting to release more exclusive content just for uh, the Golden Apple Roundtable. Because again, you know, these folks do help to support. We call it, we really think of them as co-producers of the show. Uh, So we are also releasing, starting to release, and this year we'll see some more uh exclusive content for this group through the patreon through the patreon page so mm-hmm. if you're not interested in contributing on a monthly basis we totally get it you know we just passed the holidays a lot of people are probably still trying to catch up on their credit cards and all of that so we totally get that but we also have a one-time button located on our website that says bias a juice where you can provide a one-time monetary contribution to help support the show so thank you very much thank you all right, are we ready to get into the main topic? Yes, it is past lunchtime here, so this is coming just in time. And I'm then we full, can, though. We had, full. we had tacos this morning. I'm never full. <laughs> <laughs> sandwiches. 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 Let's talk about sandwiches. Okay, so when we first became vegetarian in 2013, this is going to be, this is a six-year mm-hmm. anniversary of when we became, right, six years? Yeah, this month. Yeah, when we became uh, vegetarians. I thought, okay, sandwiches, I got this. Egg salad, because we still eat eggs, uh, peanut butter and jelly, and grilled cheese. And I never thought I'd say this, but I'm sick of peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I finally, after 47 years, I, I finally, I think, And even switching out. it up with other nuts, nut, nut butters has been, I mean, like, yeah. I like almond butter, but there's still only so far that can go. I'm just done. Yeah, so, so quite honestly, you know, to be fair... Even when I was eating meat, I was pretty much like uh, turkey and Swiss mm-hmm. or, you know, not very creative in that right. area. And, you know, one thing that being vegetarian has taught us, because, you know, when we started out in 2013, we were junk food vegetarians. We were eating all the wrong mm-hmm. things. And we, ah, we got this covered as we thought, sat there with our Oreos. And, and our then we Fritos were wondering and, why we felt so horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has really forced us to think more creatively. And yes, we still struggle sometimes with meal planning. Who doesn't? But uh, I think that we have overall been more creative and thought mm-hmm. outside of the box. Of, of Well, you have to sometimes, right? Yes. You know, especially if you go out to a, a restaurant with friends or family and it's a steakhouse, you know, <laughs> I mean, you got to get kind of creative if you want to eat or yeah. just pre-eat like we do a lot of times. Definitely. Definitely. So, okay. So let's start. Let's talk about first. Let's kind of do the anatomy of a good sandwich. All right. And you make the best. I don't know if it's just me, but. So anybody but me makes good sandwiches. I, I just like sandwiches from other people for some reason. I, I don't know. But you make the best sandwiches if you ask me. You have me. low sandwich self-esteem. <laughs> You're right. That's what it is. That's right. All right, All right. So let's start out with bread because I really think that makes a huge difference in the taste of your sandwich. The taste and the texture. Texture is a big mm-hmm. thing. Well, and so does Oprah because she loves bread 
<laughs> Makes me laugh every time. Oh, right. So, right, definitely. That's a commercial, by the way. We're not making fun of Oprah. We're making no, fun of the commercial. No. Yeah. <laughs> Make fun of, making fun of Oprah on the commercial. Yeah. But not Oprah. The, every time that commercial came on, Marissa would it would like, crack me up. I Apparently, it cracks a lot of people bread. up because they're like memes of that. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably regretting she ever yeah. said anything about bread ever. All right. So, you know, like a lot of people our age today, and I guess probably still, you know, younger generations, when we were growing up, it was, you know, we had the the plain old generic white bread or Wonder bread. It was two. It was two things. It was either Wonder Bread or Roman meal. You remember Roman oh, meal? Yeah. I know. Oh, my mom that used was to like, get that. That was a that was a grandma her. thing. <laughs> yeah, my mom used to buy that for her. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. And I didn't do when I was a kid. Was I that, didn't do was wheat. That wheat? Is that yeah, it was, was wheat, okay. but it was like a heavier kind of, you know, but still processed. I mean, there's no whole grain anything, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that was pretty much it, unless you like made your own or you went to like a little local bakery or something. But today, you know, so many grocery stores have their own bakeries that bake scratch bread. Oh my gosh, yeah. And even if you don't have one, really the the bread making technology even mm-hmm. at home is amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. You have that little bread maker that you make mm-hmm. homemade bread sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible what you can do in your own kitchen now too. And yeah, right. that takes a lot more time. But you know, going to the grocery store, our grocery store, and I realize this this is this will differ based on where, where you are right. and what's available to you. But our just down the street grocery store, sometimes I look in there and I, I always try to find things to be grateful for. And I look around and I see all the food and mm-hmm. all the choices that we have. And one of the things that just floors me is how much choice there is in the bakery. Right. There's a lot of choice. A lot of choice. Yeah. And uh, it, it makes you really fear the zombie apocalypse even more because we're not going to have that anymore. Well, that's where we're running if there is one. Exactly. We'll, we'll just have to <laughs> close that in. We'll be baking bread until the power goes out. <laughs> well, and the other thing is you don't have to have just traditional bread, right? Mm-hmm. You can get, we're talking like pita and naan and mm-hmm. English muffin, bagel. Right, for sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be just a slices of bread with stuff in between, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were talking early uh, on in the podcast about how the show notes have really expanded into its own blog post. You guys should know we are going to have links to several different articles. For example, in the bread section, I will have a article from the Happy Herbivore uh, that has links to some good vegan bread options. Mm -hmm. Right. And then from other for the other sections, too, you'll see we'll be talking about some others. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So let's talk about spreads next so you this got is the a, bread yeah this is a good topic in the peas and carrots also people love sharing what they use for spreads now obviously if you are lacto ovo vegetarian which means that you do eat dairy and cheese your regular mayo will uh will be fine dairy mm-hmm. dairy and eggs and cheese i should say right um but because mayonnaise does have eggs that's right, right. that's right uh but we're not we're we're lacto ovo vegetarians but we still go to some vegan options mm-hmm. w- when it comes to certain things. And this is one of them mm-hmm. because we use the uh, Just, Just Mayo, Mayo right. brand. And it's good. It's very and good. And it's vegan. 
And yes. they also have they have they've got different like flavored ones now. They have just the regular, and then they have like a sriracha one, and they've got a couple of. And then I think now they have some other condiments as well, like maybe tartar sauce and thing you know things like that that are all vegan. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not, and obviously there's mustard, but if you're not into the processed type of things, there are so many options too, from hummus, avocado. Um, there's cream cheese standard or vegan mm-hmm. now, and they even have that flavor too. Right. And it you can get the spreadable stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, all different uh, things. And you know, cream cheese might not be what you would think of for like a hearty, like a, like a lunch type sandwich, but on a breakfast sandwich, you know, on a bagel or an English muffin with with uh, fruit and or avocado, and you know, I mean, that would be that would be really good. Mm-hmm. Not for me, I hate avocado, but. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I know I have to say that right now or I'm going to get people like commenting, but you hate avocado. Marissa's <laughs> so promoting avocado. <laughs> All, All right. right. Let's move into uh, veggies because I think this is another thing like bread. If you start out with bad bread, mm-hmm. that's going to really impact your sandwich. S- same thing with the veggies. Mm-hmm. You want your vegetables, especially that we're having a lot of these recalls lately, it seems, and all of that. You know, I still rinse vegetables, even though mm-hmm. they say they're pre-washed and, and that, because I'm really worried about that kind of stuff. We right. have to be careful with that. But the state of your veggies will really impact the taste of your sandwich. So if you have some wilted lettuce on there, mm-hmm. it really does make a big a big difference. Right, or soggy tomatoes or or... I don't know, whatever, cucumbers or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and that's true. Um, and then... Well, and it's really important because these can be... Uh, uh, if you're going out without any faux meat or you're going mm-hmm. without any... You want to you want to uh, close to... So the vegetables are the whole thing, right? That's right. Right. So if they're going to be the centerpiece of your sandwich, they really, really... It's really important. And if raw vegetables sounds a little boring, try grilling them. Or gross. If you don't like raw vegetables, I don't like raw vegetables. Oh, <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> I know everyone who's listened to us is going, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But right. Yeah. So if you don't like raw, um, you can grill, you can saute in red wine or, or vegetable broth or whatever, you know. Well, that's what I was going to add. So right now it's pretty cold. And even in South Texas, it's not really outdoor grilling weather. But, you know, you can indoor grill and in taking the forks over knives course a few months ago, I learned how to saute in without oil because mm-hmm. forks over knives is whole foods, plant-based, no oil. Mm-hmm. And I was really surprised and you can use wine and I would, I would recommend wine personally, red wine, uh, because it adds a little bit of a flavor, but if you're not, you don't like that. You water actually works mm-hmm. and will caramelize. Or I did not believe it until stock, I saw it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If you want a little bit of other flavor, flavor, right. Um, Hey, I wonder if you can saute in tomato juice. Probably not. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> that doesn't sound Probably right. Probably not. It just sounds, again, gross. <laughs> okay. This is all about the gross for me today. All right. So let's talk about faux meats. Okay. So a meatless sandwich doesn't necessarily mean that you have to stick with veggies only. There are some delicious faux meats on the market, and they're popping up all the time. This is this was, as I was reading some articles around the beginning of the year, talking about trends in veganism and vegetarianism, this is huge because not only are there faux meat 
companies in themselves popping up Mm -hmm. and new faux meats all the time. You know, you see these uh, vegan butchers and that kind of thing. But a lot of the existing meat companies are seeing this trend and are investing in those in that meat. That foot full meat. It is. And I know that it it can be controversial. Some people say you shouldn't be supporting those companies, anyways, whatever. But you know what? Again, we exactly. And they're, well, they're making an effort. I would say they're following the money. I mean, quite honestly. But that's because we're buying that and that's where the demand goes. And that means maybe they'll shift, you know, a lot of their business that way. Well, and the thing about that too is that, you know, in smaller markets, that my and I mean like like buying markets, not like grocery stores necessarily, but um, in smaller markets that might not support these like independent vegan companies, you know, that are smaller and that have to be kind of choosier and go to bigger cities to distribute. Uh, having companies that like say for example Oscar Mayer, I don't know if Oscar Mayer has any like vegan options or not, but a company like that or you know another company. Um, like Smithfield or something, having them have vegan options, they can distribute to smaller markets. Yeah. You know, right. Because they're bigger and they can, they can do that. Right. So that kind of gets that option out there for more people who might not have access to it otherwise. Yeah. And let's also not forget that foam meats are really helpful to people that are transitioning mm-hmm. from eating meat to not eating meat. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently tried the Impossible Burger at the Cheesecake Factory and one of my meat eater friends wanted to try a piece and she said, that's really good. I would mm-hmm. probably just order that myself, you know, just right. to have it because it's right. really good. And, and quite honestly, I couldn't, it, it tasted like meat to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, then we also have vegan meatballs in pasta sauce or for since we're talking about sandwiches, <laughs> sandwich, Sammy's uh, is a classic meatball sub. Mm-hmm. That's something I liked. Right. Yeah. And you can do that with with marinara sauce. You can do that with um, barbecue sauce. You can make that all kinds of different ways. Uh, you can make it Swedish meatball style, which I don't exactly know what that is because I don't think I've ever had Swedish meatballs. Um, but yeah, lots of different options. You can also use uh, portobellos, grilled portobellos, which I like uh, because they have that meaty texture and they make a really good meat substitute. You can also use tofu as a sandwich filling. And you just with tofu, just remember that to- the tofu itself is flavorless. Yes. And, and, I and have- if you just like eat a piece of tofu with nothing, it's it's just what's what's the word of the day? gross it's very bland (laughs) but yeah but if the the good thing about it is that it soaks up anything that you put it in so if you marinate it in whatever you want uh, you know barbecue sauce or or worcestershire you know vegan worcestershire anything that you want um it'll take on that flavor wine red wine uh vinegar anything that you want will take on that flavor and then you can you know slice it and grill it or bake it or you know saute it or however you want to do and then use that as sandwich filling yes and this section of the of the show notes we will have a link to pita's 12 vegan meat brands that are changing everything awesome
Okay, so if you're looking for something less processed, a lot a lot of uh, people don't really go for the foam meats because they're so processed, which I totally mm-hmm. agree with that. We don't, we don't need it that on it. a daily basis. Uh, but for healthier, less processed options, you might try looking at making your own bean burgers. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to be honest, I am not a fan no, of the I'm bean not. burger. No. I just don't like the texture. Veggie burger, okay, as long as there's no kale. But... Um, Bean, yeah. I, I personally do not like it's the texture. It's just too beany. Yeah. Uh, falafel or vegan tuna salad made from hummus. This one looks really good and I have not made that yet. Mm-hmm. And I used to really love tuna salad. So I'm going to, I really want to try this. Right. I, I'm just, I don't know. I have, I just need to, <laughs> just to, just to do it. <laughs> All right. And jackfruit, you already mentioned portobello. Uh, jackfruit also is something that does a remarkable job of subbing for meats, especially sloppy joes or barbecue. Right. That can work. But like tofu, I've seen some mixed reviews of jackfruit in uh, uh, in um, in recipes. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things that takes a little bit to perfect. I don't think you just do it right away. <laughs> right. It's a lot of it is is so has to do with the preparation. Yeah. That if you don't prepare it the right way, then it's and just the weird. But I will say when we had it one time out at an event, we mm-hmm. had chopped uh, barbecue air quotes sandwiches. Mm-hmm. It tasted like like yeah, it, it to me great. it looked like it i even had a friend come up and say i thought you guys were vegetarians why are you eating chopped barbecue mm-hmm. and it looked exactly like like chopped barbecue yeah and so. then but but then on the flip side of that the one that i tried to make here not so much but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. again i think there's a it learning the curve to that i think yeah. that's what it is yeah. okay so let's move into cheese options now this is something again i've got to be really honest with you guys and this is a big part of why we're still lacto ovo is i have not found a vegan cheese substitute that works for me it just i if it's not the texture it's the taste it's just something that has not worked for me there are some people that really like certain cheeses and the good news is uh, vegan cheeses, I should say. The good news is, though, like the foam meats, there's a lot of competition entering this area. I right. think they realize, and this is a really good time in the market, I think, for those com- people who are starting to com- those companies that are starting to compete, because I think there is a the, there's a hole in this area. I mm-hmm. think foam meats is there's some really good ones out there. Not you know not all of them are great, but cheese is one where I just and we've tried several. Yeah, and you know I think that with the cheese. I think it's easier to do uh, for smaller companies to compete and do regional markets, uh, you know, mm-hmm. because and I know that um, when we first became vegetarian six years ago, it was basically what we were finding was like the go veggie and uh, uh, just a, <clears throat> a couple of those more mainstream, bigger brands. But now um, kites, I think, might have been around then. Uh a couple others, but now when you go, if you go to like Trader Joe's or you go to like Whole Foods, you can find smaller company brands. Yes. And you just reminded me, I have to take back what I said because I did like the vegan cream cheese that mm. we bought that was, that I use on, on English muffins from time to time. I don't remember the brand. Do you? I think I it might be Trader Joe's. Might be. Because I think that's where we got I it from. So. Trader Joe's yeah. vegan cheese. I think uh, so. Cream cheese. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like you said, Kite Hill or Thinly Slice. Uh, is it Chow? I think so. Chow vegan cheese from Field Roast. Now Field Roast has foam meats also. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people like their stuff overall. And they, those can make wonder, wonderful additions to your sandwich, especially mm-hmm. if you're just trying to wean off of dairy. Mm-hmm. Just just keep looking around and I wouldn't give up on it completely. I haven't. I mean, I'm still hoping to find some that I really like, but I will say that 
the the ones we've had i just have not been a fan of and i've seen even more negative reviews on the shredded for some reason yeah, well they don't they, melt yeah they but don't even melt when it well. says meltable no and my melt. favorite favorite food in the entire world if is nachos so mm -hmm. you can see that's a big deal for me so <laughs> the melting of the cheese doesn't work if it doesn't melt no uh okay so there will be an article here uh in the show notes called we tried 19 vegan cheeses here they are and the ones worth here are the uh, ones worth here are the buying. ones worth buying yeah, and this is from quick and light that's yeah. right okay so let's talk about spicing it up okay so beyond salt and pepper not just salt and pepper because can't go wrong with salt and pepper, but there are lots of other. Oh, you can go wrong with salt and pepper. But, well, <laughs> you know what? I had a sandwich not too long ago from somewhere or other that remember I told you I, I always tell them like just salt and pepper. Mm -hmm. I have never had anyone put pepper on a sandwich like that. I feel like they were, you know, they tripped with the pepper shaker and it just went <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, uh, well oh my gosh, like, I could hope you like a sandwich. I could hardly eat it. But yeah, so salt and pepper is good, but they're, they, I mean, everybody knows what salt, the yeah. salt flavor in this pepper, but they don't give things a unique flavor. They yeah. just, you know. That's right. There are other things like roasted garlic, lemon juice, red pepper, curry, uh, Provence, mm -hmm, smoked, smoked paprika. paprika uh, that can really just make, add flavor, so much flavor and depth. Right. That's right. Now, we are going to be including a link to a book called The Vegetarian Flavor Bible. And I know this has come up a few times in the Peas and Carrots group. This is the essential guide to culinary creativity with vegetables, fruits, grains, legumes, nuts, seeds, and more. This is by Karen Page. So we're going to have a link to that in the show notes for nice. you guys. Sounds like a must-have. Yes, must-have. Okay, so normally we have... A recipe of the week but instead we are going to have several links and there are a lot of sandwiches i'm just i think just based on this there's almost 200 sandwich <laughs> recipes i see 100 irresistible vegan sandwiches 25, 25 vegan sandwiches 35 yeah, exactly 14. probably close to 200 sandwich recipes <laughs> here we can't um well let's just talk about what's our favorite what's your favorite sandwich grilled cheese yes that, that's always, pretty much what you always go forever to. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Uh, I will say mine is probably egg salad. That's my favorite. And our eggs, um, we get those from our HEB Central Market, which is our store, our, our local, local store. And we are very proud to say that they are certified humane. If you haven't listened to that, that podcast where we talked about the difference between certified humane and organic and... I don't remember all the other mm -hmm. labels, but we talked about egg labeling and I was so happy to see our local store on actually certified humane. Right. Okay. So as you can see, the possibilities for an amazing sandwich are endless. So we hope that this episode has inspired you to experiment with some creative sandwich options. Uh, tell us what your favorite sandwich is in the comments um, of this show. You can go to vegetarianzen.com forward slash 290, or you can head out to every time we release a new podcast, we post a, uh, we put out a new post on Facebook. So you can head out and leave a comment there, or you can join the peas and carrots. What up guys at 
facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen you will be hit up with three questions please answer all the questions just another note if you are adding your friends to the group thank you so much for doing that but please let them know Mm. that they need to answer the questions because i think some people add but then there's no questions answered and i have to decline them all we've managed to keep this group pretty awesome just based on oh super awesome super with, awesome with a lot of kind people one or two exceptions <laughs> yeah we've uh, we've over actually only had to kick out one years. person yeah and in, in, in the we pretty much started this group right off the bat and again we call this a no bully zone when we say kick out somebody there's always going to be disagreements but what one thing that we always say is no one should ever feel bullied and no one should ever feel disrespected in this group so that's really you know the the criteria here is just don't be a and we'll (laughs) you can stay in play right so okay so let's talk about the resource of the week Okay, so now I saw I heard saw I heard you in the other room the other night watching Panini videos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I hear this this voice in the uh, her voice in the other room. We need one of these. <laughs> I talk and to I t- videos a lot. She laughs at me. And uh I I uh I told you I, I told Vicky, I said, Well we have a panini little maker thing somewhere uh, back in a cabinet somewhere downstairs. I don't even know where we got it. I don't know if it was a gift or if I bought it or, but I think I used it maybe once and it's been back in the cabinet for um, a very long time. And I think the only reason we still have it is because when we gave a bunch of stuff away to um, charity, I didn't see it (laughs) back there. (laughs) It was hidden behind some stuff. So we have one, but it's not this one. And so you went on the peas and carrots and asked for recommendations. And this was the uh, winner. Yes. It had a couple of votes and I wanted to give a shout out. So while you're talking about it, I'll look to see and make sure I get the shout out right. So this is the Cuisinart gr-5b series griddler five griddler that always makes me think of um uh like a mcdonald's villain or something (laughs) the griddler yeah right i can see that yeah yeah um so it's on amazon it's 76.99 which is not cheapo but it's not like uber expensive either uh, especially considering everything that it does, apparently. Uh, it has an LCD sp- display. Um, it's got user-friendly digital controls, a wide temperature range, 175 to 450 degrees for cooking different to different degrees, I guess, <laughs> uh, li- literally. Uh, a, it's got a contact grill, a panini press, a full grill, a full griddle, and a half grill, half griddle. So that's like super crazy. And it's uh, removable, reversible, dishwasher safe, nonstick, and uh, easy to clean. Cool. All right. Oh, and it, you can you can add waffle plates for t- an additional twenty five. They're sold separately, and I guess you just change it out, and then you can make waffles. Okay, and I found who were the folks who re- of the peas and carrots who recommended the uh the resource of the week so one of them is my high school friend sabrina wilkie chin and the other one was christina grierson Uh, she said she has this one too and another thing i love to make with it is hash browns i mix frozen shredded hash browns with mushrooms bell peppers onions and spinach i press it in the cuisinart for about 30 minutes so yummy 
That sounds like such a good idea. See, this is we definitely need to be using this. Yeah, we need that. All right. Well, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.